Voice Global is coming June 9th, a fully virtual event packed with live keynotes from industry leaders and innovators, practical workshops, insightful panels, and some well-deserved entertainment for voice enthusiasts around the world. Learn more about this free event and how to host a viewing party at voicesummit.ai slash global. That's voicesummit.ai slash global. And great news, if you still want to speak at Voice Summit 2020 this fall, submissions are now open through June. So be sure to get your proposals in at voicesummit.ai. Dan Messina is the co-founder and executive vice president of Hands Free Health. He's been in healthcare for over 35 years and talks about what he's learned about healthcare over the years, what makes his company stand out amongst others in the space, how he creates a secure voice experience, how he thinks voice technology will affect the healthcare space in the future, and how his company is involving doctors and patients in the creation of their voice system. Hi, Inside Voice podcast listeners. This is your host, Kerry Roberts. And today, my guest is Dan Messina. He is the co-founder and executive vice president of Hands Free Health. Welcome, Dan. Thanks for being here. Well, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Now, Dan, you've been in healthcare for over 35 years. You've been the CEO of Magellan Health, the CFO of Aetna Health, and you served as a partner of health advocate which sold for nearly 10, 100 times, excuse me, of the outside capital invested. And I'm curious, why did you begin a journey into healthcare so many years ago? And then why in the last few years did you decide that the next right move was to found and lead a voice-based healthcare company? That's a great question. I mean, I think that uh, I wish I had some really glorious story to tell you, but the fact of the matter is I was in the right place at the right time. I had been in with Aetna and Cigna in the late 80s, early 90s. And during that time frame, there was a big transition from multi-line insurance companies to healthcare. And healthcare began to grow rapidly. And I was right in the middle of that. So it gave me an opportunity to be part of the process of transitioning both Cigna and Aetna from their multi-line offerings to just healthcare. And uh, you know, put me in a healthcare world, which was you know made a lot of sense from a balance sheet perspective. But I don't think it necessarily was uh, beneficial from the end user's perspective. And all these companies grew rapidly and, uh, you know, worked for them. But I think the, uh, the members found themselves facing a lot of difficulties in trying to figure out the healthcare process. That's what led to Health Advocate about 20 years ago. Me and others from the large health plan companies realized that the, to get through the healthcare process was nothing easy. And uh, we thought, whom better to help them figure out their way through the maze than people to help contribute to the maze? And so we started Health Advocate up, and I frankly couldn't believe how successful that company became. In its basis form, it was simply a company that was providing any response to any healthcare question that any individual may have. And over that 20-year span, it grew from to 44 million members with over 1,000 employees. And yes, we were able to sell it for about 100 times what the invested capital was, which was obviously very impressive. That then led me to Hands Free Health with Mike Cardello, the other co-founder of the company. Hands-free health is really, in some respects, like Health Advocate, where it's responsive to questions that people may have, but it does it in a voice recognition fashion, voice responsive service. We think that voice response is a direction that the whole country is going, and healthcare is kind of catching up, but getting there right now. And of course, healthcare has unique difficulties with voice response because of the terminology and being able to convert that terminology into voice. 
you know, Bill Gates said, I think 20 years ago, that health, the content is key. And, you know, I agree with that. And, and, uh, but turning that content into voice is no simple task. Uh, and I think that's one reason healthcare is behind. But if you look at all the stats, everyone's growing dramatically in voice and voice. People are increasing utilization of voice. And so it makes sense to have health be part of that uh, growth model. And that's where hands-free health uh, has come into play. First of all, very impressive the amount of things that you've done. And I love that you yourself and this industry is transitioning into a more technical space. Can you describe a little bit more about what hands-free health does and what makes it stand out amongst other voice companies within the healthcare space? That's a great question. First of all, think of hands-free health almost like a Google or an Alexa, but it's focusing on healthcare. So in that regard, it you know, provides personalized information and reminders of when it's time to take your medications or when it's time to visit a doctor. It has a very robust health library that uh, will answer any questions you have on any health-related matter. It has transparency tools to help you on pricing issues, how much does it cost to get a knee replacement in, in the zip code you live in. It provides individual insurance updates for you. It will tell you how much money you have left in your deductible, what it will cost you from an out-of-pocket perspective to have a particular service done. These are all very unique features that most other voice services don't have. They have them in different fashions, but it's very fragmented, whereas ours is integrated service, which is a very, very important feature. We also provide entertainment features such as music and weather and news and, and answers to any general questions that you might have. I think the bottom line is that hands-free health was built first for health with entertainment second, and some others are kind of focused on entertainment first and healthcare second. And our purpose is to help people navigate their way through the maze of healthcare. And here's a distinguishing feature. We're HIPAA compliant. We have proprietary software. We are in a secure environment. We're not recording anyone's voice. We're not listening in for anything other than the, uh, the wake-up call. Each member of the household's voice is recognized. Each have their own PIN. And so it's a very secure HIPAA compliant environment but yet provides 24-7 companionship to the individual. It's, it's very responsive to what has been described as the front door of healthcare. People now have to take care of their health needs much more so than what's the case a decade or two decades ago. This device will do that for you on a 24-7 basis in the comfort of your own home and do it in a highly secure HIPAA-compliant environment. Yeah, and as you're saying, it's HIPAA compliant. And I'm curious, how do you create a secure voice experience and showcase that to users? Because a lot of consumers are concerned about security as well as the healthcare space. How do you prevent hackers from coming in? Like, what are you doing on the back end if you can share any of that to make the information secure? Yeah, well, a lot of that gets into a technical level that I'm past my pay scale. But the essence of it is that we, you know, we've addressed all the technical safeguards. We've addressed physical safeguards. We've addressed the overall environment to make sure everything is uh, secure through authentication, speaker identification, individual PIN codes. As I mentioned, we're not an open source software, so we don't have other apps coming into our software, as is the case with Google or Alexa. That doesn't happen with us, so that protects the HIPAA compliance and secure environment. In fact, we're proprietary software. So I think we have built this with security in mind that's our first and foremost purpose here. We know that healthcare is obviously a very personal matter. We know that the overall issues around voice tools like this and, and the others is security. And so we've built this uh, with security and HIPAA compliance strictly in mind. We've done it from all aspects in terms of uh, you know, safeguarding the people's uh, information. And have you involved doctors and patients in the creation of your system? Because a lot of times technology companies just kind of do their own thing and they don't really 
talk to the people that would be using it every day, but you come from a healthcare space. So how do you involve the doctors and patients when you were kind of building this? That's a great question as well. And I think that's what makes us somewhat unique also is that we are not technical people. We are healthcare people, understand the healthcare industry, understand the maze and the problems that exist in healthcare, understand the terminology, understand the importance of security. So we developed it with that all in mind and hired the right people, built the right team to handle the technology aspects of it. The quick answer to your question is yes, we've involved doctors, we've involved individuals. We've had several focus groups which have looked at our various different services, have given us their feedback on it. We're currently going through beta testing with all of that in mind and making modifications accordingly. We think that you know, the fact that voice is growing as rapidly as it is, it's very, very important to offer a tool or a service like this, a device like this, to provide that companionship. But it's just as important that it be done smartly and it be done by people who understand the healthcare business. And so with that all in mind, we see consumers and physicians you know, shifting the voice, making that easier to, to answer questions for them. We see uh, the efficiencies of healthcare being addressed by navigating healthcare in ways to reduce overall cost. None of this can be done without input from many individuals and physicians to make that all happen. It's not going to be a successful device if it just simply answers questions. It'll be successful because of the security it provides, the efficiency it provides the individual, the level of answers it gives, and the way it helps individuals get better health care in a more efficient manner. Otherwise, it doesn't make sense. And we're confident it does all that. Yeah, I cannot agree more. And you were saying earlier when you were describing what it does, is this something that works nationally across the U.S.? Because you said you can ask it what your deductible is. So does that mean you can anyone in any state could use it with any health care insurance? That's correct. Unless 95%. There are some probably small carriers who may not have access to. But generally speaking, for 90 plus percent of the health care provided, including Medicare, that is correct. Any individual will have information as it pertains to their personal health information, no matter where they are in the country. And no matter where you are also, you know, provides information as to where the closest medical emergency center is for you. Uh, what it might cost to have a knee replacement in New Orleans may be different than the cost in San Francisco, for example. So again, where you are from a zip code standpoint, will we'll, we'll reflect that in the transparency tools that we offer. Yeah, it's a nationwide service that's focused on your zip code and uh, your specific insurance needs and your specific insurance services. That's so incredibly helpful. That's amazing to hear. And is this something that you need to actually purchase the device from all of you? Or is it a service that you can add to your current Google or Amazon or Samsung device? It's a device you have to purchase from us. It's a separate device. That's a very important point because this device is HIPAA compliant and secure. Whereas if you were to go and offer it as an app as part of another service like an Alexa or Google, and I'm not here to belittle them in any way, shape, or form, obviously, the fact is that's a very fragmented model. Uh, we want a very integrated model. So yes, you buy the device from us. Uh, there's an annual fee as well, subscription fee that comes with that. You have to pay separately for that. And because you have our own device, it is in a very secure, as I mentioned, HIPAA-compliant environment and offers all the various different array of services I just described or have been describing to you. I think that's a very important point to recognize that. You asked earlier about differentiator. I mean, you know, you can get all this information anywhere, I suppose. There's always different apps out there that exist, and there's different services that exist to provide pieces of this information. Heck, you can call the insurance company directly and see what their app may say. What this does is it puts it all together in an integrated fashion. 
It's not fragmented. It makes it easier and more friendly for the user and obviously much more efficient in that regard. So yes, you are offering a device. It's similar looking to uh, what people are used to with their Googles and their Alexas, an attractive device, and uh, one that uh, has all the uh, various different services I mentioned, including entertainment services like music and audiobooks. And we even have a feature called Pet Health, which is kind of important because we think that a lot of people, particularly in our target market, which will be the uh, baby boomers, have a pet that's a either a service animal to them or one that's very important companion for them. Yeah. I mean, it sounds incredible. It makes sense. Like you said, it's, you can get information elsewhere, but part of what makes voice technology great is that it's faster. It's more efficient. It's easier. You're not waiting for someone to get on the phone. You're not trying to research. It's right there. So I congratulate you and your team doing that research and putting all that data together, because I would imagine that that was a long process, but how helpful that is to the users. That's exactly right. And being able to take that difficult terminology and convert it from text to voice, no easy task. And then being able to provide that data and information to individuals in a manner that's understandable. Heck, you could ask a question, you know, if you read it on Wikipedia, it would take maybe five minutes to read it. We have to obviously put it in a fashion that uh, is much quicker and more concise and and more um, easy to understand. So that's a challenge in that respect. It's been a challenge, but one that we've uh, taken on wholeheartedly and one that we're excited about, the outcome we're seeing is quite impressive. It's taking difficult terminology, difficult content, and turning it into a user-friendly, efficient process that is very easy to get at on a 24-7 basis. And it really brings healthcare, as I mentioned before, to the front door. And that's what's happening now. I mean, consumers are being faced more and more with the challenge of taking care of their own health. This isn't like it was when I was uh, a much younger lad and you got your insurance benefit from your employer and that pretty much took care of everything. You didn't have to worry worry about things like deductibles and co-insurance and matters like that. It's a very different ballgame now. Consumers are being faced with uh, significant challenges as it pertains to healthcare from a cost perspective, from an insurance perspective, and what is covered and what is not covered. No small task. And uh, we are able to take care of that for them, I think, quite effectively through voice. Now, I'm curious because you've been in the healthcare space, you've been in the insurance space for so long. How do you see voice technology affecting the medical field and the insurance field for better or worse? You know, there's so many people that say that insurance is just getting so expensive. Does this change it at all? I'm just curious with all of your background and what you're creating, what you kind of feel it might happen in the future. Well, that's a great, you know, I, I think that that's a hard question to answer directly with so many changes that are being proposed as it pertains to health. Let me just say this. Healthcare has been behind the curve on technology from day one. If you compare what healthcare has from a technology perspective to what the financial industry, for instance, has, it's night and day. And there's a lot of reasons for that, a lot of reasons to make good sense. But nevertheless, healthcare has to kind of climb that curve and get much more uh, technology driven. And I think voice is one area that that can and will happen in. I think that when you look at the changes taking place in healthcare, and certainly don't look too far in the political environment we are in right now, there's a lot of questions being asked as a healthcare will be administered. That's different from how healthcare is delivered. If you're sick, you have to go to a hospital still. That's not going to change whether it's a Medicare for all or whether it's typical insurance program like we have today. If you're sick, you see a doctor. If you're real sick, you go into a hospital. Those are still, the, that's what I call the delivery of care. If you need drugs, you go to a pharmacy and you get the drugs and the drugs are renewed over a certain period of time. Those things still exist and that won't change under any circumstance. What is changing is the way that healthcare is administered and paid and how an individual has to take on that responsibility themselves 
more so now than was in the past, because employers are not taking on that responsibility like they did in the past, because it's gotten too darn expensive to do so. And so what used to be a pretty much a bread and butter benefit is now one you have to study and evaluate and determine which one you want to pick from. It makes it for a much more complex environment than was the case years ago. Rx use, drug use, is probably about three or four times greater now in terms of the cost to the total healthcare budget than it was just even two decades ago. And there's all different offerings, generic drugs, brand drugs, et cetera. And people are using voice at a rapid pace just to understand what's going on with the drugs, the brand drugs versus generic drugs. These are all questions people have. And trying to figure out your way around that process is no small task. So we think that having a tool like WellBe or Hands-Free Health is going to help people figure that out, help them do it on their time in the comfort of their home and being able to ask it questions about what are symptoms of certain diseases? What does this drug do versus that drug do? What, how do I get, where do I find a medical facility? Reminding you when you take your drugs. These are all things that are very, very important. And also, you know, when you get to an elderly age, and I'm dealing that with a parent of mine right now, they depend upon a carekeeper. Our device will allow the carekeeper to be informed when the individual is taking their medication or if they haven't taken their medication. If their blood pressure is really high, we'll get a call emergency services right away for them. So what we're trying to do is take a very confusing process that is healthcare and try to simplify it in a way to make it more user-friendly for the end user. And I think all the things going on right now on the political front, it's just going to serve to make it probably in some respects candidly more complicated and will make a service like we're offering even more needed. And I think that voice is key for that. And I think people have gotten more and more comfortable using voice. The stats prove that. The data proves that. The number of people using voice is growing every year at all segments, whether it be the millennials, obviously, are, the, are leading that charge, but also the baby boomers are now getting more and more engaged in uh, identifying or using voice as a tool. Thank you for that insight and that information. I think that was wonderfully said. One of the last questions we like to ask on this show to kind of help promote voice as a whole, is there a current flash briefing or voice skill or experience that you use or really enjoy now outside of your own? Yeah, that's a great question. I, I use voice all the time. I look up in the morning, I'll ask Alexa, or in this case, Welby now, I'll ask what the weather is, I'll ask uh, what the weather's going to be, I'll, I'll get the news updates from it, I will get music out of it. You know, it sort of starts my day and finishes my day. I, I use Siri. I use my car. I use my remote for my uh, TV. I use voice for that. And very quite far along the curve on voice. And I think it's a very obvious service, which is going to be uh, growing rapidly. You know, key to it is going to be the quality of the microphones, the quality of the speakers. It sounds so simple, but sometimes that's not as easy to do. And I think different people speak at different paces. I'm accused of speaking fast sometimes, for example. People sometimes speak slow. It's also very important that the microphone be able to follow the voice and understand the voice and be able to make sense of what the person is saying. I think that's where voice has struggled in the past, but now uh, we're getting better quality as a result of that. So I use voice day in and day out. You know, I've been doing so for several years now, and I'm obviously a big fan of it. And it's one reason we decided to start Hands-Free Health, because we think that voice is uh, the direction that uh, the world is going as a whole. Perfect. Yeah. And I think that's a good point that you're talking about that some of it is the hardware. Some of it is the microphones that are equally as important so that everything works together. This is my first foray in hardware. You know, I thought hardware would be the easy part of the puzzle and the hard part would be the software. Boy, was I wrong. Hardware is in of itself a challenge. And, uh, you know, being able to get the microphones proper, being able to avoid what's called the echo chamber where, you know, you speak and it hears a voice from some other place in the room being able to speak in a cavernous room and hear the voice, uh, making the speakers work effectively 
recognizing each individual's voice. These are not small tasks, and they are in and of themselves quite challenging on the hardware front. And uh, I thought that would be the easy thing, and the hard thing would be getting the software into the hardware, shall we say. I was wrong. The hardware is challenging in itself. We've made it. We've got it. We're in good shape with it. I'm very pleased with it. Very, very pleased with it. But that has been a challenge. Well, Dan, this has been wonderful. Where can people learn more about you, your company, and connect with you online if they have questions? www.handsfreehealth.com. Handsfreehealth.com is where you want to go. And we're on Facebook and we're on Twitter. And and, uh, we're all over social media right now. We'll be uh, aggressively selling our product uh, in the next uh, couple of months. And you'll maybe even see us on some infomercials in that time frame. So and other advertisements. But that's where you can look at right now, www.handsfreehealth.com. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for being here, Dan, and sharing your insights, not only on voice, but in healthcare and the medical field as well. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Inside Voice podcast. We greatly appreciate you being a part of our community. And if you enjoyed this episode or you like the podcast, we would love it if you would subscribe, follow, like, share, leave a review of the show. If you have any questions, comments, feedback, people you want to see on the show, things you want to learn, feel free to send us an email at kerry at modev.com. That's K-E-R-I at modev.com. And be sure to check us out online at voicesummit.ai. Thank you, and we look forward to chatting with you next week.